So in these first couple minutes, just being simple, very simple with the attention. Maybe it's the sensations of the body breathing. Maybe it's the soundscape. Not trying to hold anything back, brace against anything. Not trying to make anything stay longer than its natural life course.
Just as we practice not bracing against pain, we don't brace against pleasure either. Maybe it's subtle. Subtle kind of pleasure, but uh, we can use that to ground ourselves even more deeply. You could spend decades with just the breath and the whole of the Dharma might open up. Maybe it's skillful for you to stay with these uh, simple objects, 
the breath or sound. And if it feels supportive today, I'll open up uh, a wider field for the attention to rest. So when we pay attention to the breath, for example, we're not trying to hold anything back from arising, not trying to hold feelings, thoughts back, but we're featuring the breath and allowing that to arise and pass in the background. This morning, we'll actually bring feeling, emotional feeling and thought into the foreground. So where the breath was, we will put feeling and thought. So we go to the body to establish contact with the building blocks of complex emotion, of moods. And we sense into the physiological arousal state the fingerprint, the bodily fingerprint of all emotional states. So anger, sadness, fear, anxiety, shame, love, gratitude, rapture. All of these have a kind of fingerprint in the body. Every wish that feels even slightly pressing, every urgency, every impulse, the wish for this to go on, the wish for the bell to ring. All of these states have a bodily component.
our reactions to sound, our reactions to our own thoughts, our reactions to a pain in the knee. All of this catalyzes a response in the emotional body. Often sensed most directly along the front axis of the body, the face, the throat, the chest, the belly. these sensations are distinct from the sensations of temperature or gravity, distinct from the pain in the knee. They are uh, emotional sensations. Sometimes they're pleasant and sometimes unpleasant. Sometimes localized to one area of the body and sometimes spread very broadly across the body. When we feel persecuted by a particular emotion, often we can detect uh, the kind of much of the body being uh, impacted. That feeling spreads out across much or all of the body. And so for the next few minutes, just get a sense of the rolling tides of emotional sensations in the body, the motivational states, the responses to sound, to other sensation, to our own thoughts.
everything that seems right or wrong about this moment has a kind of fingerprint in the emotional body. And as the door person, we are allowing, honoring what's there, honoring the guests, letting them come and go as they please. the extent we can be awake to emotional sensations, to bring present time awareness and equanimity,
this begins to drain some of the urgency, some of the sense that these sensations must propel us to act, to change something. We learn to stay, to be softened by our experience. Now for a couple minutes, let us explore one aspect of thinking. So we think in pictures and in words. Our thinking is so pervasive. We live in such a dense environment of story that we often don't even recognize it. Let us uh, attune to uh, just one half of thinking the auditory side, the words we speak to ourselves. And you can actually get a sense of spatial location. A sense of, at the level of experience, where we hear our own thoughts. And so silently in your own mind, just as a way of establishing that space, you might silently say your name and listen to where you hear it. And now, when not speaking your name, see if you can attune to that same space. And hear the thoughts as they careen through the words or sentences 
to begin to hear your own thoughts in the same way you might hear sound. Sometimes as soon as you turn the attention to a thought, to internal talk, it vanishes. The sentence comes to an end. Or there's a period or a comma. And that's fine. Just keep the attention perched, listening. And sometimes we find that a line of thought has snuck up behind the attention, that we're again narrating our experience without knowing we're narrators. When we recognize this, we can just make the mental note of talk. We're hearing our thought. We're not trying to get rid of it. Not preferring silence over internal talk. We're knowing the arising of auditory thinking.
in these last few minutes, you might uh, include both feeling and internal talk in the field of attention. There is a dynamic, reciprocal relationship between these two aspects of experience. And sometimes emotion will catalyze internal talk, dialogue. Sometimes internal talk or dialogue will catalyze feeling in the body, emotion in the body. And in an important sense, our states of feeling overrun, overwhelmed. We're often losing mindful contact with these two experiences of feeling and internal talk. Sometimes I simply note what's arising, either feel or talk. Even if both are arising at the same time, we can give our attention over to one experience.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.